You are now entering the Brothers. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hey, Jason T. Gaffney. How you doing this week? It's a week. I am ready <laughs> for the vaccine to keep getting pumped out uh, sure. because I am over this like everyone else. But I'm staying no home. Mm-hmm. I'm staying home and I'm res- respecting the medical workers and keeping their lives safe by not getting sick. Uh, you know, other for then essential needs to go out and like daily walks around the neighborhood with a mask and stuff. Right. Uh, so but... you're like most of America right now, continuing to go slowly stir crazy while the light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel grows slightly larger every day. Correct. <laughs> Great. Well, you know, you're in you're in the same boat with a lot of people. So just keep <laughs> oaring and you'll be all right. Just keep paddling. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. I'm, it's really good to see you. It's good to see you too. How are you? <laughs> oh, doing all right. Just been at work. It's a uh, very so. I don't think I've said this on the show, but I switched jobs during the pandemic. Yeah. And today, especially, I'm actually very, very proud of where I moved to. And so I drive for FedEx now, and I'm just gonna jump right into the bright spot. Okay. Jump um, into it. The first deliveries of the pandemic have arrived in LA and they were flown on a FedEx plane. And for the next untold number of months, I will be helping to distribute those to LA County. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, we are performers and I I love that aspect of my life, but I also have a day job. I work for FedEx and right now it feels very important, you know? So I, you know, deep thanks to everybody that I work with and for the entire industry and we are uh, gonna get this thing distributed, you know? So the secondary bright spot is that, uh, not really secondary, you know, that's, that's personal to me, but uh, a nurse from Queens has become the first person in the United States to receive the COVID-19 vaccine this morning on the day yeah. that we are recording. And her name is Sandra Lindsay. She's a critical care nurse at Long Island Jewish Medical Center. And uh, she was vaccinated on a live video Zoom with Andrew Cuomo, uh, which would be pretty cool, I think. Uh, but also, it's happening. So, the bright spot is vaccine, really. That it's started, that it's being distributed by me and my <laughs> and my fearless delivery workers, and it's coming to you. So, it's finally here. And I, it's such a good moment, you know, right now. Yay, I'm so happy about that. That's a wonderful bright spot. Yeah, thank you. So that's our bright spot. And uh, that's been a lot. I mean, a lot of my life right now is peak season, you know, and it's like it's the vaccine on top of regular Christmas, all the craziness uh, that December already is. And now here's this life saving medical treatment. Please get it to as many people as you can. So it's a busy, busy time for us. But uh, I always love taking the time to do this with you and always to get into something historical and fun and and also find the good, you know, because so many things can weigh down on you. It's a stressful time. This is a really uh, great little oasis for me 
to, you know, just get away, have some fun and, and, uh, probably, and hopefully share it with people. So let's do it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So this week's theme was actually inspired by a phone call from a family member who uh, was calling me this past week for my birthday. So let's just jump into it, shall we? Absolutely. I know that we we posted about it on Instagram, but let me say live and on air, happy birthday to you this past week, Jason. Thank you. Yeah. I'm 35. That's crazy. By the way, did you do anything fun? I stayed home and stayed safe, which was fun because surviving... <laughs> Surviving is fun. <laughs> it's so fun. It's it's a barn burner. But didn't you bake or something? You must have filled the time somehow. I sat around on my couch and thought, I'm 35. I'm 35. <laughs> All day long. So, I saw some people on Zoom, which was really fun. Uh, and Matt, yesterday, uh, a couple days after, hung out with my friend Kathy on Zoom, who I bake with, along with Dee Dee. And uh, Kathy taught Matt how to make French toast cupcakes with maple syrup buttercream for me for my Holy birthday. Holy shit. So he did that for your birthday? Yep. Oh, that's very, very sweet. Yeah. Like very, very sweet. Like literally. It's yummy. It's very mm-hmm. yummy. Awesome. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Shall we jump in? Let's do. Let's do. I'm uh, still way older than you and always will be. Go ahead. <laughs> Ancient gods. Yeah. Great. We need another we need another movie about that. Percy Jackson didn't do well. Celebrations. Okay. Yeah, that can be in there. Sure. Sodomy. Definitely part of the movie. Definitely part of the movie. That's going to be a big I mean, it's trite to say climax, but climax. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was writing a script in my head. Oh, we're talking about a thing. What? We're going to dive headfirst into the history of the orgy. Fuck. Yes. Okay. I mean, sure. I've done a little research in this area myself, but it's been all like in the field. (laughs) (laughs) None academic, none at all. So this came up in a conversation for one of my birthday calls because someone said, do you think that just once everyone has the vaccine, there's just going to be one giant orgy? And I was like, honestly, probably. I have to assume that, yes, it will be. I have to I have to hope we've been living for something. Some we've different people have been living for different things during this dark time. That's mine. Yes. Hmm. So what is an orgy? Well, when two to four hundred men and women love each other very much. So the definition according to Wiki is, quote, in modern usage, an orgy is a sex party consisting of at least five members, citation needed, where guests freely engage in open and unrestrained sexual activity or group sex. Okay, so four is a group, five is an orgy. I would think that the cutoff for orgy would be a little higher, 10, say, but okay. Like you have to have 10? Well, according to fucking Wikipedia, you have to have five. Well, I just, I think of like three as like a three-way. Sure, Four that's a is a, a, you know, swinger, potentially like it's two couples. And then five is when it becomes like, oh, no. Who's we're... this guy? Yeah, it's the two yeah. couples. And then, whoa, uh, random, a fifth wheel. And wow, <laughs> ah. an uninhibited fifth wheel. That's what makes an orgy. So I want to start this episode by saying that humans are not the only animal on the planet who take part in the fantastical event called the orgy or group sex. Really? So when humans have an orgy, what animals do they include? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. In different groups. 
<laughs> Depending on the orgy, humans get really weird. <laughs> From what I've read, yes. I love it. Okay. Factual statement. <laughs> so what other animals engage in uh, orginess? According to a website called Vocal, which I've never heard of before, but I did a lot of research on Vocal this week. Pretty ironic that you've never heard of Vocal, but okay. <laughs> Dolphins have been having group sex of all kinds for many, many years before humans were the dominant species. In fact, the site claims that they've been having orgies for millions of years. Yeah, it's just more um, evidence that dolphins have always been better than us and we don't deserve them. Well, dolphins also commit crimes against dolphin kind, so... Because they are known to rape, and I am not looking for that. Rape? Yes. They rape other dolphins? That's one of them. They also fuck with other fish in a bad way. Burglary, also. I'm, I don't think they have a house. Armed robbery. They don't have arms, but they're very smart. Finned robbery. <laughs> I love it. A ton of ancient cultures obviously had group sex, but the people who really put orgies on the map and ran with it were the Greeks. The residents of Orgy, Wyoming. <laughs> 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 oh, Wyoming. Sorry, they literally put orgy on the map. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, by the way, the phrase Greek love also means sodomy. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know I'd been, been engaging with Greek love for such a long time. <laughs> Every time I think of the phrase Greek love, I think of my big fat Greek wedding, and then I think of the like, you're right, it was my twin. <laughs> like, every time. All right, but how often do you think of the phrase Greek love? I've this never week, heard that before until this moment. This week a lot. Well, okay, this week. There's been a lot of conjoined twin Greek love weirdness and wow. bunt cake. So much oh. bunt cake. Oh, I can't wait to get into it. I'm sorry. I'm saying, I feel like I'm slowing us down. Let's get to the fucking. <laughs> All right. So the women who were in charge of the Oracle of Delphi would hold orgies in honor of Dionysus every fall. Oh, okay. So it's like a bake sale. Yeah. They're like... It's orgy time! And all the women are like, yeah. For our social programs, you know, for, for missionary work, we do the missionary position and everything else. Yes. <laughs> you can stand on your head. You can stand on one foot. You can be spread leg. You can be on a hook. I don't know. It's like a fucked up <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Um, <laughs> all right. So according to Psychology Today, another website I went to, for mental help after you've done the research, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, thankfully, most of this was not that traumatic. Let's just say I've seen a lot of porn. And okay. I've seen enough porn that traumatized me to know that I didn't want to do certain things. Oh, I see. Uh, some things happened where I was like, I didn't know you could do that. And I absolutely want no part in it. But congrats to you. You look mm -hmm. like you're having a blast. I think you're the one person I've ever met who watches porn to find out what he doesn't want to do. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so according to Psychology Today, all the folks who would take part in the fun were required to not have sex for nine days in advance so that they were ready to go. Dang. All right. They're like, you need to be fresh. Yeah. And that's how we discovered that orgies last five minutes. <laughs> so <laughs> all the people who were taking part in orgies took this time so seriously that people would actually bring like the sexy statues of Aphrodite with her sexy butt into the local streams to clean like the butt and the statue to like be ready to go. Okay. Um, 
I have no clue. For all I know, they all came on the statue's butt and they're like, yeah, and they left it there all year. And it's and like, the last person had to eat it. Probably. I don't yeah, know. I've seen that. I mean, one. it was a lot. There was a lot going on. It'd be harder but to they, eat a statue than toast, but yeah. But basically, they'd also like clean themselves in the streams and they cleaned other statues too, but they were very into the butts of statues, apparently. I am too. So I probably would have fit in. Sure. You, you <laughs> probably would have just squeezed in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, quote from psychologytoday.com, quote, It appealed most to marginal groups since it set aside the usual hierarchies of man over woman, master over slave, patrician over commoner, rich over poor, and citizen over foreigner. Everyone is equal in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and also, it basically was like, just because you were a rich man, you didn't get to dictate who had sex with you at that moment. It was Mm -hmm. like, I want to do this. And the person could be like, no. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it to you. And then the, the, the nobleman would be like, oh, what a shame. <laughs> Put it in me, daddy. Well, that was my plan the whole time, you stupid plebeian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you plebeian. <laughs> they would also have sex on the final day of the Olympic Games. Oh, sure. It was, it was sport fucking. I've heard of it. Yeah. So, quote from Vocal.com, quote, On the last day of the games, the prize winners were expected to share their physical superiorities with the men and women of the hosting towns. Wow. That's amazing. See, that's that's a tradition we should have kept, especially in L.A. when it comes to L.A. next. (laughs) Well, it just gives a whole new meaning of wanting to win. Like, it's not just winning the medal. Like, you're winning sex. But if you're an Olympic athlete, even if you're, like, you know, bronze, say you get a bronze medal in the Olympics, right? I doubt you're hurting all that much for sex, you know? This sounds really weird in the sense of, like, you've won the Olympics, and now you sort of have to have sex with the whole town? That's kind of a lot. It's like, can't I just throw a discus? (laughs) Um, You knew what you were signing up for. This has been happening for millennia, all right? Okay, I'll fuck the town crier. (laughs) He's really big. He's really big. Hear ye, hear ye. He's really big. Put it in here, ye. (laughs) Attention, attention. All dicks are standing at attention. (laughs) That's so sad. That's just awful. Imagine a running commentary of your... (laughs) Of that. Okay. I love it. Unfortunately, he does not thrust as well as he throws. <laughs> it's mixed reviews. <laughs> Girthy success, thrusting sadness. <laughs> oh, three and a half stars. <laughs> One star for each inch. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's, that's yeah, that's a lot of pressure on an Olympian, on top of also having to throw a spear quite a long way. Well, over the years, eventually Rome would take over the world, and uh, and some of the Greek traditions, like orgies, would head over to Rome as well. Okay, toddle on over to the old Rome town, okay. Yeah. The name of the god Dionysus would uh, eventually change to the Roman god Bacchus, mm-hmm. uh, and eventually uh, Bacchanalia was formed. A Bacchanalia, sure. Yes. 
it would used to be once a year during fall, right? And then they were like, that's not nearly enough orgies for us. The Romans absolutely were like, it needs to happen three times a year. Four. Seven. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> 365 times a year. Wait a minute. We get to set this number, right? <laughs> At random? Every day. So at first, the Rome in the Roman times, it was only women who had sex with each other. Just like started with just women. What? I know it was weird. But then the men got involved, and it was like good for a hot minute. But then it got really ugly. <laughs> oh well, that men ruin everything. Yes. In fact, it got so ugly that the Roman Senate in 186 BCE enacted a whole bunch of rules and restrictions on it about orgies. Yeah. I've heard of it. That's the omnibus orgy bill of negative 186. They <laughs> were amazing, though, to know it was already going to be 186 years till time started. So, yeah. So they enacted this new law and everything, right? Uh-huh. So here's why. Quote from Vocal.com. Quote. Roman orgies were filled with the cruelties of castration, rape, forced incest, vomiting, and other excesses, which unfortunately came to be associated with the orgy itself and, in time, gave orgies a bad name. The Christian takeover of Rome ended the practice of having large public orgies and drove orgies underground. That was two sentences that ruined my whole life. (laughs) First of all... What? Vomiting and castration? Guys, we're just trying to fuck each other. And also, the fucking Christians again. They had to ruin everything. Although, it sounds like the Romans just ruined orgies right by themselves without the Christians even having to do anything. Well, to me, it's like a handful of guys were like, wait, if it's an orgy and we're saying anything goes... Then anything goes. Then anything goes. Then I'm going to kill this chicken and use it to, yeah, sodomize this lady over here. Sure. Why right. not? Right. It's Greek love. Get used to it. So it, it it really wasn't until Christianity took Christianity took over the Roman Empire that orgies would, like, die out. Thanks, Christianity. Until oh. the 20th century. Yay. Yeah, let's just skip over that whole 2,000 years. I mean, it was it was a messy time. I read a bunch of it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get to some more fun stories about orgies. But basically, like, so. we banned a lot of orgies. There, yeah. there were there was th- articles saying like there were no orgies, but the nuns in France got crazy with each other every now and That's then. That's nice and everything, but let's skip over the Dark Ages orgies, okay? Because God, that just probably incited the plague. Probably it's just there's there can't be any fun stories between zero. <laughs> And like 1900 for origin. Yeah. There can't be. So, all right. So I'm going to jump into an article I found. <laughs> jump right to the invention of penicillin and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jump into, into this article from BuzzFeed that I found and share a handful of funny mishaps that people experienced when they had orgies in the modern era. Oh, that's funny. I remember contributing to uh, reading this uh, article. If you did contribute, I probably used your story. (laughs) So, all right. The first one that made me laugh really hard was this one. (laughs) It was this one where basically this nice friend, all right, this person who's a nice friend was thinking of their best friend on their best friend's birthday. Okay. And they're like, I really like my best friend. What can I do for them on their birthday? I know, an orgy. I'll no. organize an orgy. I'll organize. <laughs> <No>. That's what's. <laughs> this is the original organizer. 
<laughs> no, they spent the day making them a birthday cake and like a fancy birthday cake. Aw. And they're like, they literally spent the day making it, right? They made everything from scratch. They're really happy about it, right? Sure. This is a sweet story so far, and I know it's going to be just completely ruined by an orgy somehow. <laughs> they went over to surprise their friend with the birthday cake. <laughs> yeah. Only to find that their best friend, along with the rest of their friends in their friend group, were having a birthday orgy. Fuck yes. They had not been invited. <laughs> quote from BuzzFeed, quote, They said I could join in if I wanted, but you could tell no one was really interested or wanted me to. So I left them the cake and went to the cinema by myself instead. That is a sad, <laughs> sad panda. <laughs> that is sad little story. I'm sure that person had plenty of popcorn to console them, though. You know, I'm not someone who necessarily wants to partake in an orgy. Like, the fantasy of it's fun and <laughs> stuff. And I understand that for some people it's amazing. And for me, it's just, I think I'd be too stressed out. But I want to be invited. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a fucking orgy with all of the friends that I know, invite me and let me say no. <laughs> That's amazing. I just, I just really, I feel there's more to that story. Okay. I mean, there's a reason that that person was not invited. There's probably a number of reasons. Can you imagine like, oh, hi, Sharon. What are you doing here? I made you a cake. Oh, what's going on? How did, why don't you just, wow. So why, who goes to the front? How did they, why would you open the door? Uh, don't answer the door or don't answer. I don't know. I don't know how to fix this. I don't know how you do that. She's banging on the door. I'm looking at my track, my friends app. I know you're home. I, that's really, that's why she wasn't invited. She's fucking creepy. All right. <laughs> she didn't even call ahead of time. She just went, she just checked their location. And we're like, all of my friends are at your house. And she probably saw that earlier in the day. And then started baking the revenge cake. It was a revenge cake. There's more to the story, is all I'm saying. Happy birthday, you bitch. Happy birthday, you bitch. Here's a poison cake for you, asshole. I put cyanide in it. <laughs> um, all right. So another story from the same article that made me giggle and okay. feel bad for them at the same time. Uh, <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> was, the, was the epic story from a person, I'm assuming a woman, but that's just an assumption, who was having trouble climaxing. All right. Or had trouble climaxing in general. Like not just so in much general. She, yeah. Like, and, and honestly, I know people who have had trouble climaxing and I've, you know, I've been with partners who it's like, I've been like, Christ, what more do I have to do? Like, finish. <laughs> I'm on a trapeze here. <laughs> <laughs> I am spread eagle on a trapeze. My God, what more could you ask for? <laughs> this was specifically what you wrote on your Craigslist posting. <laughs> so, all right. A guy at the party was like, I can totally make you come. And she's like, I don't think you can. And he's like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, with your permission, I'm going to make you come. And she's wow. like, great. Go to town. You have uh, my permission. We'll do yeah. you want it written down? What uh, Do you have a note of any kind that I could write out? <laughs> he holds up a phone and he records it and says, like, I require you to verbally consent of your free will and not under duress. I, probably a woman, 
consent to having my mind blown by this gentleman. <laughs> I have not figured out my identity. Um, I I just want to come. That's all I fucking want. All right. If you can do it, go to town. Yeah. And the only reason I make an assumption, by the way, is because I do. From everything I've read in life, because I've never experienced it with a woman, but everything I've read is that there are plenty of times guys will climax and the women will not have, and they will tell the guy that they did, mm. and then they'll go finish off themselves elsewhere because it's easier for them. Um, but I know that there's also plenty of men that can make women come, and there's plenty sure. of women that can make women come. So. This, unfortunately, is two guys who have zero experience with this, so we're not your source for women coming. Yeah. And also, there's plenty of non-binary people who could make women come. So, absolutely, congratulations, everyone sure. who can make. If you can make a woman come, you are a superstar. Mm-hmm. From what I have read, they um, call me the German train system. <laughs> what? Because I always come on time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's the worst nickname I can imagine. All right. Anyway, what's the story? All right. So the main person whomever they may be, is like, yeah, go to town. Mm-hmm. So the guy, now I know it was a guy because she, they said it was a man. Mm-hmm. They were a man. Christ. And he um, is trying. <laughs> and <laughs> as Sometimes she... being true to people's pronouns is hard. We can be honest about that. <laughs> yeah. But trying is good. Trying is still good. Um, so as she's getting close, she closes her eyes and she's really getting into it, right? Uh-huh. She starts hearing a weird noise next to her. Okay. And, like, she's really close to climaxing. Like, she's, like, in this to win it, right? Okay. It's been three <laughs> and a half hours. She opens her eyes and looks to her side as the guy is still thrusting in her and sees another guy laying down next to her eating snack food, just watching. Okay. She didn't come. Did it take her out of it? Did it take her completely out of it? Did the Chex Mix guy ruin it for her? It doesn't say if she came or not, but based on the description of how she was close, but then heard a noise, I'm guessing that she did not climax. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to assume that she saw the guy eating Chex Mix next to her, right? And just came harder than she ever has in her life. And a kink was born. I think it's a sweet story. <laughs> I think now the sight of corn nuts gets her moist. Is a kink is born like the porn version of a star is born? Yeah, it is. Still starring Lady Gaga, though. <laughs> I feel like she'd be into that. <laughs> she'd be fine with that. Yeah, totally. It's a new album. She's going to win an Oscar for best song. Mm-hmm. So she's happy. Yeah, it's good. Didn't she act in a scene in American Horror Story that was an orgy or something like that? I have literally no idea. Like, I, I follow neither it. the career of Lady Gaga nor Ryan Murphy, really, that closely. Oh. Well, there you go. So You heard it here first, folks. I am not a good source for women's orgasms, Lady Gaga, or Ryan Murphy shows. <laughs> Sorry. Look, there's other stuff I'm interested in, just not that. <laughs> you don't want to take part of her disco stick? Or butter her muffin? Not her personal disco stick, no. But if she's got some, you know, gentleman friend that she's loaning out or something, you know, look into that disco stick, sure. Yeah, okay. Bradley Cooper? Well, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) So, all right. 
That was its second story that was really fun. All right. But this one may have been my favorite of the stories I read. Yay. <laughs> this amazing story where it's an orgy because there's five people, but there's only five people. So okay. it's a five so it's a very small orgy, sure. Orgy light, right? Yeah. And it's four guests and one host. Like I said, that fifth guy is fucking crazy. So as with odd numbers, one of the people started to get left behind. No. Was it the host? Unfortunately for the group, it was the host. God damn it. That's that's just being a terrible guest. That's what that is. <laughs> the host is like trying to suck one of the guest's dicks and they're like, please, the other guy's doing it. Wow, really? I oh. don't know. I'm just making that up. I mean, but... no, I'm sure that it's probably what happened. I mean, God, it's like, could you go get us some canapes or something? Yeah. How's everyone doing? Um. Yeah, could you go in the other room? <laughs> Did I and hear a doorbell? I think I heard a doorbell. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. Quote from BuzzFeed, quote, All of a sudden, there was a knock at the door. Five new people arrived. And all of the original guest clothes were in a bundle outside. The host had replaced us. You're kidding. <laughs> You're kidding. Okay, I fucking love this guy. That's great. I, You know what? More power to you. You're going to host an orgy and no one's going to have sex with you? Fuck those people. But not literally because they won't let you. So get them out of your fucking house. You didn't right. buy Vienna sausages for these ungrateful dickheads. Yeah. Get some people over there who will fuck you and eat your, you know, wieners. Yeah. I just like the idea of like, how's everyone doing? Like, does anyone want me? Any Anyone want any sausage? Sausage? Yeah. And they're holding out their dick and they're like, actually, I could go for like, you know, some Chex Mix. Do you have any La Croix? La Croix. <laughs> I have La Cum. Would you like some of that? Is it sparkling? <laughs> I've heard it's tangy. <laughs> I ate grapefruit. <laughs> no, I I fully I, I'm fully behind the rights of this guy to kick those ungrateful shitheads out of his house and have some sex with people who want to. Are you sure? Like, there's a part of me that's like, well, what if the guy just wasn't like bold enough and he needed to. Like, I don't think boldness is his problem. He kicked five naked people out of his house and got <laughs> five other clothed people, soon to be naked, back in there. Okay, he replaced an orgy. That's not the. That is not the <laughs> modus operandi of a meek man. No, no. The guy's like, I just want to fuck someone. God, absolutely. I mean, you know, everybody wants to fuck, but you're gonna host a party. All right, you should fuck. You should get to fuck. All right, because it's not it's not really an issue of consent. The consent is, I mean, of course, you have to consent to every sexual act, right? But one would assume that coming over to a person's house for sex is part of that consent process, you know? <laughs> it's like, you don't go to somebody's, that's just, at that point, you're a rude, rude guest. You don't go to someone's house for an orgy and then completely block that person out of his own orgy. What I like to imagine, by the way, naked on the street, the, the person. By the way, this was all guys at this orgy, which was fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. What I like to imagine, though, is that this is the person who's hosting this orgy was the same person who didn't get invited to the other one and made the cake. And so everyone shows up and they're like, I made cake, guys. And they're like, oh, Christ, <laughs> just don't fuck that person. I will host my own orgy. Okay. 
he, <laughs> and they still fail. He recovered at the movies. He went to the movies and recovered. And, and this happened. That guy can't get arrested. Sorry for him. Sorry to this man. So I also just love the idea of like, you can get dressed outside. Absolutely. Your shit's in a pile. Bye. You know. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, that's fine. You have the right to uh, have people in your house who you want, and you have the right to kick people out of your house when they become terrible yeah. guests. You have the right to remain sexy. Get out ah. of my house. You have the right to remain out of here. <laughs> okay. Ah. What is the bright side? Orgies. We got to talk about orgies <laughs> for half an hour. That's the bright side. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> well... What I found was kind of surprising and delightful, because when mm -hmm. I looked at the history of it, how it used to be all about, like, celebrating deities and finding some spiritual connection to the community and all that stuff and equalizing and everything, is that when done correctly and with consent, group sex or an orgy is, is exciting and relaxing and a great equalizer. It brings communities together. I have no idea if that's true. I can't possibly comment on whether or not that's true. From personal experience. I feel like the way you're staring at me through Zoom, that you are saying those words sarcastically? Well... Or ironically? People who are listening can't possibly see the wink I'm sending over <laughs> to you. <laughs> while saying that I've never, ever engaged in this behavior. <laughs> I have a question. Is okay. a bathhouse, like an orgy or is it like separate spaces like i don't understand like i wouldn't i don't know if that constitutes like an orgy or if it's like its own se separate like a sex club like that's not really an orgy that's like a club where you can go and have sex it depends the answer is it depends i have no idea personally but from what i've heard because i've never ever been to one of these places but from what i've heard a sex club is or in a bathhouse are usually rooms, but then there are public areas as well. So you have you can rent a room or you can rent a locker, say at a bathhouse. And if you rent a locker, then you don't have a room to go back to with somebody, and then you end up having sex in public, more public areas, or you go to a room with somebody. Right? If you have a room, then you could like be more private. But you can also have the option of having sex in a more public area. So bathhouses, sex clubs can turn into what would be considered an orgy in more public areas or even in larger rooms, say. But yeah. you also have options to be more private with groups that are smaller, you know, two to, I guess, four, which would constitute a group rather than an orgy. Right. I assume, having never done it. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's worth the extra money to have the option of a room. <laughs> well, some people do feel that way. Some people, you know, really get off on the public nature of stuff. That's so. true. I don't. I didn't even think about that. So it, I guess it all stems from where you come from. Oh, it totally does. And if you are a person who really enjoys the public sex situation, then it's actually cheaper <laughs> also <laughs> to do what's much more <laughs> interesting to you. <laughs> gonna have some always six tonight i assume um also a like a a group an outside group i've heard could rent a sex club space for like an a party that they have their own like group list or email list or something and then they send that out but that they rent the space 
so members of that group can come and use that, and that's definitely an orgy, given I see that it's, that makes it's sense. sort of rented. It's now a venue instead of like a sex club that you would go to as a one-off. It's a venue that everyone goes to for that specific event. I assume I've never done it. I assume. Cool. I mean, I guess it makes sense when you say it like that. I just, I actually have not been to any of those well, locations. Well, actually, what actually, I, I actually have not, I've actually not done that. I've actually not done that either. I've never ever in my life. <laughs> what? It's not true that people's voices go really high when they're lying. <laughs> so i just am curious it piqued my curiosity i'm curious too i've never done it well then if you're listening and you've been to a sex club consensually my address is 1351 south wait <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I, I honestly, it, it's funny because I have to admit that when I first started doing the research on this, I was like, oh, it's going to be a nightmare learning about orgies because of all the Roman stuff. And like, it's evolved into just sex because we've evolved as people that don't need to slaughter animals and like cut off balls and shit. I, I am glad that the castration element has pretty much left the orgy scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's definitely an advance for humanity. But I was surprised initially to be like, God, we just fucked up our world by being so uh, Christian. Yeah, it's Christian. I think like, if there's, I don't know what the bright side is, but the dark side is Christianity. We can agree on that. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, <laughs> well, and if Christianity would just do what it says it's supposed to do, which is just preach love and shit, then it wouldn't be so fucking obnoxious sometimes. Yeah. Group love. Exactly. <laughs> Greek love. That's Consensual what... Greek love. I mean, the New Testament is written in Greek and it's about love. You tell me that's not about sodomy. Okay. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a good time. A great time. Get some friends together and have a fantastic time. Except don't, because we're in a pandemic. Wait for the vaccine, then go crazy. That's what this all started. And then celebrate. Celebrate with the vaccine. Have... You got stabbed yeah. in the arm, now get stabbed in the butt. Absolutely. Or stab someone in the butt. Tops, yeah. bottoms, in-betweens, everybody. I'm so, going to play doctor, and I have to give you your injection. My my friend told me, my friend is a teacher, and she said that all day long she has, because they're doing in-person school where she is, and it's a very small uh, group, but they've taught the kids a song that I would like to sing for you now. It's for them to sing while they're washing their hands so that they know they've been doing it for enough time. As you're washing your hands, you're supposed to sing out loud. Tops and bottoms, tops and bottoms, in between, in between, something, 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 now they're clean, now they're clean. I forgot the middle part, but <laughs> I was a little distracted by the tops and bottoms and in-betweens. But you I have say... five-year-olds singing this all day long, <laughs> and my poor friend has to listen to that. So, Kelly, uh, I uh, am sending this out to you and saying, oh, good luck to you. <laughs> oh, man. That song. Oh. I know that things should be more innocent than they are at times, but there are moments like that where I'm just like. <sighs> well, the kids to... have no idea. The kids are innocent, totally innocent. And then it's just my friend has to listen to it all day. Yeah. Who wrote that song? That's the question. You're right. <laughs> Someone who not getting any. 
Yeah, yeah. And hopefully will at the when the vaccine is available. So yeah. Yes. Wait till that. It's coming. It's coming from me and my fine fellows at FedEx. After which time you just go to town, go outside and fucking in the streets. That that'll be that'll be the thing. With consent and following the laws of the community, we don't want to encourage people to commit sexual crimes. We do not. We do not. There will be no castration, okay, in these orgies. There will be none of this. There will be all consensual group sex that gets back to its roots of celebrating God and <laughs> and each other. If you need a permit, get a permit. Yeah. You probably need a permit for some of the stuff you'll be doing, you sickos. So thank you <laughs> for joining us again this week, and we will see you again next week. Bye. See you soon. Oh, I'm close. I'm close. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Chex Mix. <laughs> ah! We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.